Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. Back with yet another list, another best of list. What is this one? This is the funk, baby. All the funk, nothing but the funk. What is the funk? Um, we're covering a broad spectrum on this one. This one can cover, you know, Saison, can cover Sours, Berliners, uh, you know, Wild Ales, just anything with a slight tart funkiness to anything that'll rip the enamel off your teeth. Um, you know, I'm not going to do, uh, I do too many lists to begin with, kind of have to pigeonhole some of them into certain things. So this is the funky stuff, whether lightly funky or all the way funky. There you go. This is the best of list of 2018 uh, of beers I've reviewed. Not basically, not the best funky beers I've had in 2018 in general, the stuff that actually hit my channel. So keep that in mind. Let's jump into it. Uh, first things first, uh, Rodenbach. It's their fruitage, red ripened, refreshing Flanders-ish red ale. These are like little kind of like cans of like Flanders-ish fruited red beers. I had one probably I reviewed it maybe about a month and a half, two months ago, and I thought it was fucking awesome. For the fact that I rip it off the shelf, chug the shit out of it, I thought it was a great beer. It was an absolutely fantastic beer. So if you like chuggable, it's almost came off as one of those answer juice kind of fruited crowlery things. So if you like those kind of beers, it's definitely a great shelfie if you're kind of looking for one of those. Um, let's see. Uh, next up, uh, Alchemist, uh, Petite Mutant uh, Wild Ale. This one is a little bit of different. Um, it's a little bit cheating on this one in that I just kind of, it struck me in the right way. I was in the right environment. Uh, I was outside. It was a beautiful day. It was just, it hit me in all the right strokes. I think if I drank this beer maybe in a different setting, it might not have uh, resonated with me as much, but it, it, I don't want to I don't want to dumb it down or knock that beer down. It was a fantastic beer. I always like cherries and beer. I like my creeks. I like stuff like that. They tend to, I tend to skew to that fruit when my sour beer is at an apricot. So, uh, yeah, it was absolutely delicious. And, uh, yeah, just a tasty MFR. Hmm. Kind of limited edition. I was lucky enough to get a bottle from John Kimmick when I went up and interviewed him. So it's not something you can go grab from the brewery. But if you do find one, taste it. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, Funky Buddha, undefeated Saison. Uh, it's a, a great must saison aged in uh, Chardonnay barrels. Uh, Funky Buddha sends me one almost every year. It's, it's a beer made to celebrate uh, the last NFL team losing, so the Dolphins can go undefeated, Funky Buddha being from Florida. And I have uh, loved the beer for quite some time. They just started doing like a barrel-aged version last year, and then pretty much the undefeated has become now just the barrel-aged version. And it just has so many layers, so much depth to it. It's just a fantastic well-made beer. And to know that, you know, you know Funky Buddha's kind of not owned solely by themselves anymore. So some people might poop it up in there. But to know you can get that level of nuance and depth from something that you could hypothetically get uh, on a semi-regular. I'm not saying it's a shelfie. But something you can get is a good thing. Um, next up, Russian River Consecration. Uh, their Cab Sauvignon barreled wild ale with currants. Uh I got this. Where did I get? This? Um, we had a beer at Ford thing going um, in my local beer group, where you know y y you pretty much posted on a Facebook group 
a bunch of beers and then someone would uh you know someone would be like i want it then you'd run run a random drawing and then that person would get it but then that person had to post a bunch of beers up and do the same thing and a friend of mine i got his beer at ford and uh this is in there and i'm like man i at Russian River in a long time and I feel like an asshole because I can get them and this was absolutely fantastic stuff just the layers the depth you can see hear the word layer and depth a lot in this one uh, uh, to the beer and just how drinkable it was in such an impactful form while still being a legit sour beer it was beautiful go check out the review it's fucking fantastic um, uh, due to CL up next due to CL brewing is a solstice d'etat ou framba it's a sour wheat. Um, yeah, this was given to me by my buddy Jacob when I went out for my honeymoon out to Vermont. Uh, him and his fiance came down and we shared some beers in Burlington, Vermont, and you know, gave each other some beers back and forth. And this is in there. I drank this when I got back from my uh, from my honeymoon, and it blew me away. I love me some Duda CL, but this one was kind of next level, especially on the sour front, the tart front, um, in that I've never had something that um, expressive from them in that format. So to see them do it and do it so well. That's freaking fantastic. Um, this one's a little bit of a cheat here, but we have a um, next fermentary form. It's their uh, uh, fermentary form blendery. So not a brewery, they're a blendery. It's their Merry Merry Belgian Dark Wild Ale. I love this beer. I thought it was fantastic. Um, is it? Does it deserve a place in this list? Yes. I'd probably put it a little bit too high because I enjoy the brewery quite a bit. Their formation is one of my favorite sour beers of last year. Um, I didn't review it though. Uh, I actually brought it on steel as beer. Uh, as a beer when I went on their on their podcast but the brewery in general they do you know they brew they brew their own beer but then they bring it back to do all their old blending it's down in Philly kind of close to the Fishtown area and just what they're doing with beer down there what they're kind of finagling out of the wood down there is something pretty fantastic uh, this is a recent one this is one that actually I probably reviewed less than a week ago of this video posting and that is Free Will Brewing standing here dreaming it's a barrel aged dry hop season with apricots I, I brought it home, I reviewed it, I was blown away by it, just how it tasted very much old school kind of Belgian, Seine Valley style kind of a Cezanne, uh, and it was just beautifully done. The apricots played so well, it came off more of like a wine barrel aged beer to me, because of the way the apricots kind of played, and it was just awesome. The point where I went out and immediately bought a couple bottles, because that beer was fantastic. I rarely do that with beers. I have so much beer coming in and out to actually go out and just grab a bunch of extras for the sake of getting them that in and of itself you know it's a great beer um second or third we have wonder camera beer volume 12 from the ruins of a subterranean feasting hall that's a long goddamn name uh yeah it's basically um a gentleman i forget his goddamn name uh he's a brewer at hill farm said and this is his side project that he brews up there and my buddy keith brought one back and just what it did it had this funk this dirty funkiness to it it had this that typical kind of hill farmstead kind of pretty beautiful softness to it well also it had a bunch of weird shit thrown at it that wasn't overpowering as very subtle undertones to it it was just a super welcoming beer i talk about beer sometimes in a creepy way and a lot of these kind of funky beers fall on that sometimes you drink it and like it must be like how the ph balances in a beer it just kind of it, it, it just drinks so easy because it like belongs inside of you because it's just so welcoming that's how that beer kind of came out so watch that video it's a it's just a it's just pretty oh this is the pretty beer list mind you it's a very pretty beer um and number two kate me brewing the scupper wine barrel age saison that beer is fucking awesome man i love 
the sours that come out of Cape May. And I had, I forget what it was. I had one a while ago. I forget what it was called, but I had one at my buddy's wedding. And then, you know, I was like, man, I gotta get down there, but it's so far away. You think I'm in Jersey, Cape May's in Jersey. They're like four hours away. And I get some of their stuff every now and then, and then I was lucky enough to have them reach out to me uh, to be like, I'm gonna send you some beers, but it was like their PR person. But like literally a couple days later, the brewer, the the owner or the head brewer wrote me and he was like, hey, I'm gonna send you some beers. I'm like, actually the PR person said they were gonna send me beers. He's like, oh, okay, I'll talk to them. And then they ended up sending me a bunch of sour stuff instead of just their, their kind of press release canned stuff. It was this and another one. The other one was quite, quite nice, but this one just took the cake. It was so beautifully done. The way that wine barrel um, played with that kind of tart, funky, it, it, it's a tart, funky Saison more than it is a sour beer, but when you add that wine barrel to it, it gets a little bit more kind of tart to it. And it's just, it was awesome. It was one of the better Saison uh, I had in quite some time. And first was Ors Family Brewing Domain Saison blend number two. I got this when I went on a um, uh, festival with my wife. We went up to a Rhinebeck, New York, and Suarez isn't too far away from there and picked up some beers while I was there. Had some bunch of drafts, picked this up, and I sat on it for a couple months and opened it. And uh, like I said earlier, there are some beers that just belong. They drink like you're drinking all it's like you know how you get in a pool of water that's just like the exact temperature of your body so you're either hot or cold it's kind of like that when you drink it it just it makes so much sense so in tune with the chemical levels of your body this is weird why i'm not like way to explain it but it, it was a great beer that also drank so well that it was just criminal Go watch the review. That's when I get in depth with a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go back and watch all these reviews. It's going to take me too long. I just, these are the lists, and I've said this on the other ones, and I'll say it on the ones going forward. I can interchange a lot of these, move some in, move some out. But these are the ones, and I think this is a, pr a good way to go about these lists, especially for my year ends, is that these are the ones, I basically what I do is I, I take an Excel sheet and I put every review that I've done the whole year, and I just skim them. I skim and go, oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that one. And weed it down into a big list. And then I color code each one with, you know, funk malt, hops, yada, yada, yada. And then I we and then I kind of narrowed it down from there and you'd be like, well, that's not really putting a lot of effort into it. I think that's the best way to go about it because the ones that are gonna be impactful that really meant something to you are going to trigger something in your brain. So while well, I don't go back and watch these reviews, I, I'm sure there are going to be one or two on these lists. You'd be like, well, you didn't work that kind of blown away by it when you reviewed it. Well, you know what? You know, memory serves me differently on a lot of these. So this is my funk. This is the stuff that re I really dug. And the beautiful part about this funky list, you can go get these. These are beers that are keep. You know what I mean? Sure, a couple of them might be a little bit hop forward stuff, but these are beers that'll keep. These are beers you can go out and get. So if you have access to any of these and you like the beers that I like, especially in the funk area, don't hesitate to pull the triggers because these are obviously my the best of my best of 2018. So there you go. What do you think of the list? Uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? Is there ones that you think that should be on there or the ones that you think I should have not put on here? Let me know. So there you go. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the list. Hopefully you're enjoying some great beer this year and also next year. Hopefully see you next time. Cheers.